Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 5-Minute Discipleship Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Hicks. This is episode 482, and we're so glad to have you here today. Now, let me invite you to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or one of the many podcast players out there. The goal of this podcast is to inspire you to be a fully devoted follower of Jesus Christ. And it's my prayer that these daily episodes are encouraging you on your faith journey. Now, if you're new here, let me invite you to visit my website, 5minutediscipleship.com, to learn more. Today on the podcast, we are talking about the crown of thorns. In countries that continue with the tradition of having a monarchy, at least in the historical sense, whenever there is the death of a king, what follows is the coronation of a new one. With much pomp and circumstance, the regal ceremony is given in which the new king assumes the throne. In the ceremony, the symbol of majesty is the crown, which is placed upon the new king's head. All who see the king wearing the crown recognize his position of authority. But today, let me tell you about another king and his crown. After Jesus' sham trials and subsequent flogging, and before he was crucified, the Roman soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and set it on his head. They put a staff in his right hand and knelt in front of him and mocked him. Hail, King of the Jews, they said. While a crown of thorns would be exceedingly painful, the crown of thorns was more about mockery than it was about pain. Here was the king of the Jews, beaten and spit upon and insulted by presumably low-level Roman soldiers. The crown of thorns was the finalizing of their mockery, taking a symbol of royalty and majesty and a crown and turning it into something painful and degrading. The crown of thorns Jesus wore while being crucified on a cross remind us that one day the whole world will bow to Jesus as the King of kings and Lord of lords. Revelation chapter 19 verse 16 prophesies that on his robe and on his thigh he has the name written King of kings and Lord of lords. The writer of Hebrews chapter 2 verse 9 says, But we do see Jesus, who was made lower than the angels for a little while, now crowned with glory and honor because he suffered death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. The Roman soldiers meant the crown of thorns to be not only painful, but also shameful, and that may have been how those watching would have observed it. But Jesus on the cross was already a king. He was already majesty. His death on the cross was his demonstration of love for the world. The king of glory would leave the majesty of heaven. He would come to earth and be born supernaturally of a virgin. He would live a sinless life and would preach and teach about the kingdom of God. He would take on the sins of all humanity and die a shameful death. He took our place, our shame, and our death sentence. What kind of king is this? What king would die for his subjects? What king would pay the penalty for those who have sinned against him? There is only one. His name is Jesus. Not only a king, but the king of kings. The crown of thorns reminds us of his majesty, but also his humanity. He felt suffering as a man would. He endured sorrow as any of us would. And he did this for you and for me. In response to his exalted position, his glory, and his majesty, all will bow and declare him Lord. The Apostle Paul wrote in Philippians chapter 2, verses 9-11, through 11, Therefore God exalted him to the highest place 
and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Not only is Jesus exalted by the Father, but the whole world will be brought into submission to the Son of God. Now, Paul does not suggest this as a universal salvation, but he means that every one of us will ultimately confess Christ's lordship either with faith or with resentment and despair. So let me ask you, is Jesus your king? Is he your Lord? Have you submitted to his lordship and majesty? I pray that you recognize his exalted position. He alone is worthy of our allegiance and obedience. And here's today's challenge. The King of Kings and Lord of Lords wore the crown of thorns for you and me. Let's honor him by worshiping him now in preparation for eternity. Hey, thanks again for joining me for today's episode. If this podcast is helping you grow spiritually, if it's encouraging you on your faith journey, let me invite you to help us spread the word by sharing these episodes on social media or texting a friend and inviting them to listen in. I hope you have a wonderful day. And until next time, let's continue on our journey as followers of Jesus.